Hello, this is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church here in Reno, Texas. Uh, I want to welcome you this morning. Uh, I've got just a little bit of a, it's a short message, but it's just something that I feel like some, we need to address it. Uh, here the other day, I had uh, someone ask me a question, and you know, a lot of times we don't think about it, but then as I did, I realized that, you know, I've had more than just one person ask me this question. And it's simply, how can I be sure I'm saved? How can I have assurance of my salvation? Well, the assurance of salvation, for one thing, is knowing for sure that you're saved. Many Christians have had struggles being assured of their salvation. The problem is that many followers of Jesus Christ look for the assurance of salvation in the wrong places and in the wrong way. They look at how they feel. Do I feel you? Do I feel saved? You know, of course, we got Satan. He's going to come against us and tell us that we that, that we're not worthy to be saved. And another worthiness. Am I actually worthy to follow Christ? I mean, my life has not been what it should be. But you know, God has forgiven us for those sins and He has assured us that if we have accepted His Son, Jesus Christ, as our Lord and Savior, we are saved. You know, we should find the assurance in the salvation, really in the truth of God's Word and what He tells us. We should believe and have trust that we are saved based on God's Word, based on God's promises, not how we feel. You know, Satan can make you feel unsaved. He can come against you, and he will come against you. It's just like it tells us in, in the book of John, in John 10, 10. It says, but he comes only for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That is Satan's job. And he attacks in all ways, every form, to make you feel unworthy to walk with Jesus, to make you feel you're not saved, that you're not worthy to be saved. And what we have to do is look at what Jesus says and at his promises. That, you know, the promises of God will override anything that Satan can say or do. Believe what God says. You know, Satan comes against. He, he is totally opposite of what God says. His lies and schemes are constant, but they're all against anything that God says or does. You can have the assurance of your salvation because God has promised us that in His Word. And I want to show you something here. I want us to look at 1 John chapter 5, verses 11 through 13. It says, And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life. This life is in His Son. He who has the Son has life. He who has accepted Jesus Christ as God's Son has eternal life. But he who does not have the Son of God 
does not have life. If we've rejected Jesus, if we have not accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, if we have not believed that Jesus is the Son of God, I'm sorry, but you do not have eternal life in heaven. And then here in verse 13, listen to what it says. It says, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. You may know that you can be sure that you don't have to doubt you have eternal life. Who is it that has the Son? Who is it that has the Son? It's those who believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, the one and only begotten Son of God that came and died for your sins. If you believe in Jesus, you have life. Not just temporary life right now, but eternal life. If something was to happen, you'd have eternal life. You would go to heaven and, be, and live for all eternity in the presence of God. And according to 1 John 13, we just read it a while ago, you can know you have God's eternal life. Listen again. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. God wants us to know that we have eternal life and not doubt. You know, when we doubt God's Word, we're actually sinning against God. When you doubt what God says, God's Word is holy, it's pure, it's true. There, God is a God, like the Bible said, God is a God who cannot lie. If God says something, just mark it down as done. Uh, you know, God wants us to be sure of our salvation. He doesn't want us doubting. He wants us to be sure. We should not live our Christian lives wondering and worrying whether we are truly saved. That takes away from what we can do to serve God. That's why the Bible makes the plan of salvation so clear to us. You know, salvation, God made it very clear. It's not hard to understand. He has made it just as simple as He can make it so we can understand. Believe in Christ is the first thing. And then we come, I'm going to read about three scriptures here. Believe in Jesus Christ. First of all, probably the most known scripture in the Bible, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Not perish. To perish means to be separated from God. But if you believe in his Son Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, believe he is the Son of God, you're not separated from God. You're reconciled to God by Christ. Acts 16.31 And they said, If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. Believing on Jesus Christ, believing who he is. You know, he said, you mean that's all I got to do is just believe that, that Jesus is God's Son? Yes, but also something else goes along with that. If you truly, truly believe that Jesus is God's Son and that He loves you and that He wants to do things in your life to make things better for you, 
You need to serve him. You need to serve him. You need to work for him. You need to go to church. You need to get him down into your heart. You need to have a relationship with Christ. I'll tell you, that is one relationship that nobody, nobody can take the place of. And you need that relationship. So, the other one that I want to read is Romans 10, 9. You've all heard it. That's one we use constantly. But it's truth. It says that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. This is believing again in Jesus Christ as the Son of God. He died for you. Then on that third day, he arose again. He was resurrected. He was resurrected so that we could see that we also shall be resurrected just as he was. That's where we get eternal life. That's where we get to heaven. And he said, uh, do, do you believe, I want to ask you this, do you believe that Jesus died to pay the penalty for your sins? Do you believe Jesus actually stepped out of heaven, came to earth, got on that cross, shed his blood, and died for your sins? See, that was so important that Jesus shed blood. For he says, for without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin." Jesus had to shed that precious blood. And he was the only one that was sanctified. He was the only pure sacrifice there was. He was sinless. God's son had no sin in him. You know, even in the, in the Old Testament, they shed the animal's blood. God accepted certain animals, and they would shed their blood for the remission of a person's sin. When the head of the household would bring like a lamb or something to the priest, the priest would cut its throat. But that head of the house would put his hand on that lamb's head. What he was doing, he was transferring his sin and his family's sin to that lamb. And then when that lamb died, that sin died with the lamb for a year. One year, and then it had to be done again. But when Christ came, it was done one time. It will never be done again. He died for us for once and for all. He will not come back and get on that cross again. And uh, do you trust Jesus and Jesus only for your salvation? Is he the only? Do you believe in Jesus as the way to God? What does it say? Jesus said, For I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And what he's saying, no man can come into the presence of God unless he believes in me as the Son of God and receives me as his Lord and as his Savior. If your answer to these questions I just asked are yes, I guarantee you, you are saved. Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, is living on the inside of you right now. Every day, that Holy Spirit is residing on the inside of you. You know, the Bible says, For do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Yes, the Holy Spirit lives in you continuously every day. That Holy Spirit leads you, guides you, directs you. It will convict you. When you sin, notice I said convict. 
The Holy Spirit will never condemn you, but He will convict you. If you do something that, that you should not do, He's going to bring that to your attention. And I know we've all done it, we've all had it, we've all felt it, that know the Lord Jesus Christ, we've done something, and immediately, immediately, we know, oh Lord, forgive me. I, I don't know why I did that, I don't know why I said that, I don't know where that thought come from, but please forgive me, because I know this is not of you. He convicts us when we do something wrong so that we can come to Jesus and ask him for his forgiveness. You know, 1 John 1, 9, if we will confess our sins to Jesus, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and then cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You're totally, you're holy again. You are reconciled back to God. He has cleaned those sins up. He has cast them as far as the east from the west and he will not remember them against you again. And, uh, you know, assurance means freedom from doubt. Let me ask you, do you have the assurance that you're saved? Are you still doubting if you are saved? By believing God's word in your heart, you can have that assurance about eternal salvation. But it's believing in Jesus Christ, believing with your heart. It's not something that you believe in your head. You believe it in your heart. It's something that you know, that you know, that you know that's right. And you know that he died for you. You know that you are saved because of his shed blood and the death on that cross. You know, Jesus himself assures everyone who believes in him that they are saved. Listen to what he says here in John chapter 10, verse 28 through 29. Now listen. He says, I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish no one can snatch them out of my hand. No man out there can snatch you away from Jesus. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. And no one can snatch them out of my Father's hand. Nobody can snatch you or take you away from Jesus. Nobody out there can take you away from God. They've got a firm grip on you. They've got a hold on you. You are assured of your salvation because of your belief in Jesus Christ. So let me ask you, are you trusting in Jesus today as your Savior? Are you trusting in Jesus Christ today as your Savior? If your answer is yes, I want you to know you can be assured of your salvation, that you are saved, you will have eternal life in heaven. I just wanted to bring this short message because so many people, the devil comes against them, like I said a while ago, to turn them away from God, to make them think they're not saved. You know, I know that there's people that are probably sitting right here in, in the churches today wondering, am I really saved? Because Satan is trying to discourage them. He's trying to turn them away. This is like we said a while ago in John 10, 10, for he comes only but to steal to kill and to destroy. That is Satan's job. But listen, right after that, then Jesus says something. He says, but I have come to give them life and to give it abundantly, to give them an overflowing life in me. Yes, Jesus, his words will override Satan's words anytime. 
So when you have doubts, when Satan comes against you, you say, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm following what Jesus told me to do, so therefore I know without a shadow of a doubt I am saved. I have eternal life. So Satan, you flee from me right now, for I rebuke you right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Get rid of him. You know, he came against Jesus in the desert. He came against him where he shows us three different times, but I'll guarantee he'd come against him a lot more than that. And every time he did, what did Jesus do? He used the word of God to turn Satan away. Satan cannot come against the word of God and stand. He has to leave. So when, when you have Satan coming against you, use the word of God against him. Rebuke him. Make him leave. Oh, he's going to return. But you're going to have peace and quiet there for a little while. And you're going to know just by, the, that just by God's word and what he has spoken, that relief and that peace that comes over your life, you're going to know. And you're going to say, Lord Jesus, I thank you. I thank you that I am saved. Thank you for all you've done for me. Thank you for dying on that cross, for shedding your blood. Lord, thank you for eternal life. Thank you for salvation. Lord, I'm not doubting anymore. I I'm totally sure that I will have eternal life in heaven with you because I believe your word and what you have said. And I'm standing on that. I don't care who or what comes against me. I will not doubt your word. And if we will do that, I guarantee you, whenever something comes against you, turn it over to Jesus. So I'm just going to ask you, have you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Do you totally and truly believe Jesus is the Son of God? Have you doubted your salvation? If you have, if you've doubted your salvation, or if you haven't turned your life over to Christ, won't you do that today? Won't you do it today? Today is as good a day as any. Matter of fact, it's on your mind. You're thinking about it. So just go ahead and do it. Just simply, Lord Jesus... I am a sinner. I come to you asking for your forgiveness. Lord, you said you would, not, you would never leave me. You'd never forsake me. Lord, you will not cast me away from you, but I will be yours for all eternity. Lord, I believe that you are truly the Son of the living God, and I receive you today as my Lord and as my Savior. And I ask you to come into my life. Lord, I know now that I am saved. I am assured of my salvation. Lord Jesus, thank you for everything. If you've done this, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and close now, but I just wanted to bring you this for anybody who's doubting are wondering, get a hold of these scriptures, read them. God is assuring you you're saved. Don't listen to the enemy coming against you. Don't listen. Just turn it over to God. Say, Lord God, I know without a doubt I'm saved. You see what's going on in my life, and I ask you to put your hedge of protection around me, put your covering over me. And Lord, thank you for letting me be your child.
If you are not in church, I would ask you to find you a good Bible-believing church, a Bible that goes by the Word of God, that teaches the Word of God. Get into that church. Get into that church and serve God in the way that He wants you to do it. You'll find out what it is, but you have to, first of all, give your life over to God. God wants to use you. He wants to use you mightily. He's got things for you to do. Many people out there, you're saying, well, I'm just too old. Do y'all realize that Abraham was 75 years old when God first called him? You're not too old. You're not too old. God has things for you to do. So I want to thank you for being here today. I want to thank you for listening. God bless you. May his hedge of protection be around you. May his hand be on you. And may he smile upon you. And I thank you for being here. I'll see you next Wednesday. God bless all of you. And I love you.